Welcome to the All Ireland Podcast. My name is Dylan Murphy, and with me I have Death Owen of Fishball Horizons. So thanks very much for coming on, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, so I suppose just to kind of get us started, um, how did the band get started? Um, how did you all meet each other, and um, how did things get started? Um, we, um, we were in school together, and in um, secondary school, and I suppose we shared musical tastes to some degree, and then in fourth year, uh, transition year, we were put into a music class. The music class was separated into boys and girls, and there was only four lads, and we all started playing music together, and uh, and it kind of went from there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just myself and Declan now. So, um, so yeah, myself and Declan were in school together. Yeah, I I had forgotten that we were split into girls and girls and boys. I wouldn't be allowed these days. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so we decided to start playing together and kind of we kind of all played together for a couple of years and then the other two lads kind of didn't play so much with us. But myself and Declan then have been since then have just been writing music and playing in under various guises. I think uh Fishbowl Horizons is about our seventh or eighth Maybe. actual band name. <laughs> um so like over the years we've been you know, most mostly just performing at house parties or busking, okay. or we did a lot of open mics, and um, we did performing um, under a few other guises. So uh, we were casual vacancy for a while, um, but I think we struggled with uh, with getting other members. <laughs> uh, we always lacked a drummer, didn't we? That was it. Yeah, we we never really nailed one down, and. Um, and then I suppose we kind of went traveling and things as well. So um, up until about two years ago, we were in different countries for four or five years, I think. Okay. Um, uh, I met two lads in when I was doing my uh, GP training and they were interested in joining a band. So Declan just happened to be back in Dublin and I was in Dublin. So we... Uh, we said we'd all get together and we started writing music and taking some of our back catalogue and adapting it for the band and things like that. So uh, it's just taken off from there, really, to be honest. And tell me this, um, you mentioned that you um, met in the music class and that you started playing together after that. Um, did you have much of an interest in music individually before that? Or um, um, do, you have, do you have any experience performing separately? Um, well, yeah, I, well, like I've been playing music since I was very small. I, um, I, uh, started with the, the recorder and then moved on to playing the flute. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so from very uncool beginnings, um, you know, I would do kind of performances like Fresh Matthew and things, but apart from that, but then kind of. I had learned a bit of guitar when I was younger, but really kind of got very interested in when we were about 16 around that time. Um, and literally because we could play with other people, you know. And then the, one other thing that happened in that music class was that this, this, I guess, these two guys, they were called Song School, and they used to go around to different schools and uh, mm. 
they'd, they'd split up music classes into groups and ask them to write a song and then they'd actually record it for them uh, in the school over a, over a two probably my first experience anyway of, of uh, writing a song you know it was mm. me and I don't even think we were in the same group but it was maybe maybe 10 of us in a group you know and they say throw together a few chords and all this and uh, that's I, I had only played pretty much trad music up until that time with like Coldplus and stuff but they stuck a bass guitar in my hands and that's how in our first version of the band I would have been playing the bass and Owen would have been on the, on the guitar after that uh, but eventually the, the dark uh, ways of the guitar drew me in. We we basically can't resist a solo. That's uh that's kind of <laughs> that's how to describe our music. Yeah. And I guess so in terms of your music, um for someone that's never heard it before, how would you kind of describe it? How would how would you kind of sell it? So um a lot of our stuff we would describe as being uh, cozy rock. Okay. So it's a genre of our own. It's the kind of rock music you bring home to your mother. Um, but psychedelic with it, we've added uh, um, keys and uh, synths um, and just kind of expanded the sound a bit more. And I think we're kind of really um, getting a lot better at kind of creating our own sound, really. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of genre you would say. <laughs> a lot of our songs are yeah. just completely different to each other, so it's quite difficult to kind of kind of down, you know. It does sound kind of crazy because it's the question that people ask all the time, but like it's it's kind of just hard to answer. Maybe because mm-hmm. I don't want to compare it to anything, or there, there's no genre that we would say that's the genre we want to be like, or that we try to be like. Um, yeah. So our songs just come out completely different genres all the time. Uh, mm. Even, you know, we'd we'd have a new song and it would sound completely different to the last song and the next song again would be different again. So in general, like, it's kind of uh, cosy, as Owen said. Okay. Uh, and probably guitar-centric up until now. The, we we mm. had three guitarists up until uh, last. We had to move to the UK. Uh, and now we're expanding into kind of more electronic sounds with uh, synthesizers and keys and things so it's an exciting new direction but it's definitely always the sound is definitely always evolving so is there any particular musicians or artists that you would kind of look to for inspiration or does it come in with each individual song I mean it's always been the Beatles really (laughs) (laughs) we're basically obsessed with the Beatles yeah I think like definitely originally it was the Beatles. Um, you know, like I don't know what to say. They have thirteen albums, or something, and I've listened to each one twenty, thirty times. I, you know, I can't get enough of it. But uh, as time has gone on, I've kind of like now I can't listen to a song without picking it apart almost and trying to um, figure out the different parts that I could expand on or use, not steal. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, just kind of like think about and see what other people are doing and, you know, be parts of it. So I suppose uh, like trying to get influenced by everything I hear, I guess, is uh, where I'm at now. So you met in the music class and you, um, and you both performed under different aliases and different um, guises throughout the years. When did Fishbowl Horizons kind of start proper, I suppose? And what I mean by that is... 
when did you decide to start recording professionally and release music on um you know streaming platforms and stuff like that when did it become a real thing for lack of better words i think as one said we'd always though we had various guises we'd always not really had a full kind of complete lineup and yeah. uh fishboat horizons when that came together we had a proper you know we had a drummer bassist guitarists singing we we felt like for the first time really uh we could gig uh properly and have a full sound and Owen had done a gig with the lads just before Fishbowl started uh that went quite well so that inspired all of them to keep going with it so when we finally got together in goal was to to do gigs um and to record and we kind of started doing that right away uh where yeah. we did full form Fishbowl uh yeah. we had a we had a contact in the in uh, one of the uh, sound engineering courses in Dublin, and he um, he managed to get us into that studio uh, and record. Like it was a prestigious enough studio, and we were able to go in and record uh, with all this nice equipment. Uh, but the the person wouldn't have been a pro; he would have been one of the students in the school. You know, yeah. Uh, that was our first recording experience, yeah. and. Uh, it probably wasn't the smoothest recording experience. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, that's that's code for like absolute disaster, really. <laughs> I think, oh, well, you know, what what we had forgotten is that, uh, you know, when when you're out of college for a while, you you forget that like there's a lot of a lot of students, and this isn't to be uh, disparaging against students now, but <laughs> you know, it's certainly the same in college. But uh, that you uh, you can tend to a little bit and um, and the the particular fella that we were working with sort of did that <laughs> so um and the, the other thing was he tracks by mistake that could never be recovered and uh, yeah didn't understand how to turn on the <laughs> turn on the <laughs> desk but, we uh, had a yeah i mean we were, we were standing in front of like i think you know there's very big acts have uh have recorded in this particular studio and they have like a full huge desk it's really really impressive to look at the two lads literally had no idea how to use any of it <laughs> so, um, so i guess it was our first time properly recording and news yeah first time recording so the combination yeah. uh, so I, it was an experience i mean what we learned from it is that you need someone who really knows what they're doing yeah. but you also need to be very organized yourself and you need to know what sound you're looking for, and um, and I think that's something that that there's a steep learning curve with, you know, um, that you just need to approach it with an air of professionalism. Even though, even though I suppose we were very green and very amateur to start with, the next time we did go recording, we were a lot more, um, I suppose, able for it. Really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to have the track down. So you can just mm. do it in your sleep because you can't just be doing take after take after take, you know. Yeah. Five and you're trying to get it right, and time is money, and you're in this situation. You just have to be really focused and mm. uh, be able to concentrate in your bit uh, once and correctly. And that's definitely something we didn't do the first time we were in there. Mm. But, yeah, uh, we've gotten better at it since. And I think we sort of had an impression that uh, that we were going to get really creative in the in the studio, but actually that comes a lot later in your career. I think <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I think you really have to 
when time is money and you're paying for it yourself, you need to get in there and be well rehearsed and just get the job done, you know? Yeah. Okay. And where did you meet the other band members? So I, I'm um, a doctor and I was training to be a GP and uh, two of the lads. Um, so uh, one of our other original guitarists was, was there. And actually it was him who wanted to start a band. The, the scheme itself has a ball every four years that they put on. And he suggested that we would form a band to play at that ball. So it was myself, Ronan and him, and we hired a drummer. Um, and we played that and it went down well so then me and the two lads and Declan um went off and looked for a drummer then and Paul joined us um, and he's been an unbelievable he's been a great fit really and he seems to really like the music which is which is great he's really kind of bought into the whole feel that we have you know so after you had a consistent group together um, you released your first um, EP The Fishbowl in 2018 so, mm. like, what was the experience like of releasing the EP? You know, you said that you had a very interesting experience when you recorded for the first time. Um, what changed in between then and the release of the EP? Well, actually, so the, so the EP was the recordings from uh, that experience, and we had just brought them to a professional producer to put them together. Um, okay. And we released them, and... Um, we, when we released them, you know, we didn't, again, we were very green. We didn't really know the process around releasing an EP. We didn't do any of the things you're supposed to do, like pre-releases or, you know, marketing. We didn't think about anything like that. We just kind of lobbed it up on Spotify as if, you know, that was, it was going to get listened to. And, um, and did a gig. And we did a gig to release it. Went very well. I think we had we had a lot of people came to that, but um, and they, they I mean the the songs got a few listens, but after about a month, we kind of were listening to the songs over and over, and we kind of felt like maybe they weren't as good a quality as we would have liked. So we ended up actually taking those down, um, off Spotify, and now they're still available on our SoundCloud. But I think when um when we release to something else, it's we're gonna be a lot more in tune about what we need to do to release an EP properly, you know? Okay. And what would your favorite song from the EP be? If you had to pick one. Probably, probably Butter Boy. It just always goes down. It's such a joy to play it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a, it's a good kind of a rocking song. That, uh, that's a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, I go with Butter Boy. Close call though. Yeah, close call with Hollywood. Hollywood the place in our heart for Hollywood because we play we played that for years and years at house parties and everything before we finally kind of structured it with the band. Yeah. But that's all in all, I think Butter Boy's song, like, yeah, that we yeah. Still play. yeah, yeah. So you've been releasing um, a few tracks on kind of. Um, an individual basis since then and I think the most recent one is Nobody Else But You um, <clears throat> so can you tell me the story behind that one and where it came from um, yeah so uh, so Nobody Else But You I've been I've been sort of um, playing around with for a long time and I had an idea of how the song would be in 
we were actually at Declan's wedding in October. Okay. And Declan and um, I think it was the the morning after the the wedding. Um, I was uh, I was just walking. Um, I was walking down the street and I started thinking the lyrics and I just kind of the the song basically just kind of wrote itself in a kind of hour or two in the morning after Declan's wedding so I I wrote the song it was all inspired by kind of love and you know um, feelings basically Um, but uh, at at Declan's second day of his wedding they they had a session so I sat down to you know, sing this song, and I made a little speech about how I'd written it that morning, and it was inspired and all that. And I played the song, and usually I would sit on a song for a couple of weeks or months before I would uh, play it, you know, for, for a crowd of people. But uh, so I was very nervous about it. So I just played it, and I didn't really look up. And then when I finished it, you know, people, I got a bit of a clap or anything, and I looked up, Declan Michaela weren't there. <laughs> I hadn't heard it at all. Um, but then the video, so the video, I was, uh, it was when at the start of the, um, the COVID-19 uh, crisis before the lockdown and everything, uh, kind of just as that was all happening. Um, I was coming home from work and I developed a cough and a temperature and got some pain in my chest. So I had to, I had to leave my home basically and go and isolate. And I ended up isolating in my grandparents' house in Cork and um, my grandfather had passed away in February okay so and um, so basically it was only about six weeks after my grandfather passed away and I was in the empty house and there's so many memories there's you know loads of pictures on the walls and just the house is real kind of nostalgia there yeah. so I felt like I needed I needed to do something with all that and uh, I needed something to do as well so I um so uh, I decided to make the video and I think the song, the feeling of the song kind of works very well around kind of the story of my grandparents and mm. the family and things like that and kind of a passage of time, you know. So that was the, that was the idea, I guess. And um, so I suppose kind of on the theme there of COVID-19 and the whole thing, how has how has the lockdown affected the band um how has it affected your plans or um what your hopes are for the future suppose everything's just kind of feels like it's on pause for a while you know we can't uh like we'd still tinker around with tunes and stuff but the way we'd normally work is that you'd tinker around for a bit you'd have an idea then you come together and try and develop it or something happens in a kind of a be jamming to it and uh that way they kind of grow but we haven't been able to obviously meet up and play music so that's that's something that uh i'm really missing anyway and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully get back to that as soon as possible but you know in the meantime we're you know songs are on hold gigs are on hold um we were supposed to do a couple of gigs in march i think uh, that obviously got cancelled um and you know fe- festivals obviously are all cancelled this summer so um, yeah. just 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 trying to t- take away uh take away with what we we decided to do um we decided to try and collaborate via zoom uh with a song that we had written already uh or we're just finishing to write so our newest song which is called staying or leaving and uh we recorded a video of that or we each recorded uh videos of us of us playing that uh together so 
hoping to release that in the very near future. Uh, so new things like that that we wouldn't have tried before COVID, you know, new ideas for music videos and things. Uh, that's taking the positive out of it, you know. And um, yeah. one thing that we haven't been able to do that we were uh, that we were about to do is uh, we've started running a night called the Fishbowl Sessions, okay. um, where we try where we're sort of like the house band, um, and we bring in other artists. And the idea is that everyone will kind of bring a bring their own crowd, and um, and we try and bring in three bands a night, including ourselves, and and that each band would bring in their own, like I said, bring in their own crowd and. Hopefully that, through that, people will gather more fans and and kind of, you know, expand expand their base or whatever. And so we were, we were hoping to run kind of four of those a year, but but that's all been scuppered now at the moment. Hopefully we're going to get it running again once we're allowed to, though. Yeah. So looking forward to that. And what are you doing with your spare time? Um, obviously, especially in the context of lockdown and all that kind of thing. But what would you kind of do, even generally, in spare time when you're not working or performing or anything or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, music is definitely a part of it. You know, try and try and um, try and pick up the instruments a few times a day. Uh, other than that, living out in the country here, try and try and do a bit of gardening or a bit of painting or all that other stuff that I probably never would have thought about before. <laughs> before I had to uh, stop doing all the fun stuff. So. Uh, keeping busy with that. Discovering nature, rediscovering nature. You know, there's so many forests and things around here that, like, you know, you find new things to do that, uh, or but now you're thankful for them. You know, like a walk in the forest that is something that people in cities, I think, miss a lot, and it's something that I have on my doorstep. So I'm kind of lucky that way. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing all grown up things as well. <laughs> I, uh, Mostly like family time, to be honest. I have a, yeah. I have a two-year-old, so I spend most of my time just looking after him, cleaning up after him, having a laugh with him, you know. <laughs> so, um, on a med- so I suppose on a medium to long-term basis, um, what are your hopes? What are your hopes for the future for the band? Um, obviously, um, COVID is going to affect that, but um, on kind of a long-term basis, what what are you try what are you hoping to do in the next kind of and um, year or two all going well we've always dreamed of recording a, a full album um and an album in the traditional sense of the word like you know um like i very rarely would listen to a, a song on its own uh it's i don't know it's a habit that i got very early on but i'd love to create an album out of our songs and we've always kind of felt like we had enough of a back catalogue and we're always creating new stuff so I think we have like we have enough songs now to have at least two albums so that would be like one of my main names yeah for the next yeah, couple of years like, definitely one of the dreams yeah would be to have a, a vinyl record of an album that we've uh, mm. made ourselves you know and yeah just at the wall that'll be definitely enough the fishbowl sessions going as well you know trying to trying to keep mm-hmm. that uh up hopefully bring in new artists every time we've had some great artists so uh try and discover more talent and maybe even collaborate with uh, other artists through that mm-hmm. and get better at recording <laughs> yeah uh, to to have some 
some recordings that we're we're happy with and we can put up on spotify and all that yeah well we do have so so just before covid we uh we had been in the studio actually recording the track so um that's almost finished we we need to meet up to put the finishing touches to that so hopefully we'll be actually releasing a single in the next uh in the next month or two and um, once we sit down and actually finish that so um so we are still we're still moving forward kind of we've been slowed down a bit by the by covid but there's still stuff kind of tipping yeah. away you know so um, we're just about out of time, I'm afraid. Um, just to kind of finish us off, if people want to hear more, where should they look? Where should they look on um, social media and all that kind of thing? We so a few videos on um, a YouTube page that um, is you'll be able to find with Fishbowl Horizons. I don't think there's too many Fishbowl Horizons out there, although there are multiple Butter Boys, which I discovered recently. So <laughs> if you're listening to the Fishbowl Horizons version of Butter Boy, um we still have our spotify page we'll when we get our recordings um that we're spotify right. we're on youtube we have an instagram account that we try to post on uh we have a facebook page and i believe we have a twitter as well yeah and if uh, and just a shout out if there's any artists out there who want to perform in dublin and um, we have the fishbowl sessions facebook page and Caroline is very good and um, Caroline is uh, running things for us now and from an admin point of view so she and um, she's been kind of running the fishbowl session side of things and so and um, if anyone wanted to um, then just to contact the fishbowl sessions page would be great and we'll try and get that up and running as soon as we can again where it's something we're very excited about Okay then, well watch this space I suppose. Well this has been um, Declan and Owen of Fishbowl Horizons. I'd like to thank you very much for coming on. Thanks Dan. Thanks for having us. That's great. Right, so um, thanks a million and best of luck. Thanks a million. Yeah.